You are listening to Dad Bods Podcast. Enjoy and remember to always cash tickets. Welcome everybody to episode 25 of the Dad Bods Podcast. And this is a pretty special episode, isn't it? Mr. Odds fellow. It is. It's the the holiday cheer is in the air. So we want yes, to cook, so we are, cook yeah, up so a holiday meal of sorts. You know, we're going to introduce our uh, a new promotion called the Dad Bods Holiday 12-Pack of Winners. And what that means is we're going to have 12 cappers, some are grouped up. And yeah, gold. so a couple pairs. So it's actually more than 12 cappers. Across yeah, 12 so it could picks. be, yeah, it could be like 16 up to 16, I think. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, we've compiled a group of, of 12 cappers plus for 12 picks that will be spread out starting December 24th until December, January 4th. Is that right? So um, we'll be yeah Monday the fourth. We'll yep, be sending the out through. these picks and promoting these plays uh, on the Dad Bod's Twitter. So make sure to follow us there. Um, but today on our show, we are actually going to have you know five, six guests come on and uh, give us their pick live, and uh, so that, those will be on the show today. And then we'll tweet those out again on the day of the pick. Um, so today we're going to welcome by uh, John Ryan Sports. You can find him at John Ryan Sports One. He's uh, with Wager Talk and Sports Memo, and uh, he's doing very well in their contests. Yep, which we get uh, into. I think he's like number one uh, last this December for you know against the spread uh, picks the last thirty days. So that's very awesome. He has a good pick for us, an NFL pick, I believe. Uh, then we are joined by um, CP in the Beak will be joining us. So Corona picks and get the beat wet. They have a pick for us, I believe is NFL as well. Um, and then next we are joined by uh, lock bets. Dot bets. Dot net net who you all know well as being uh, in the finals of our uh, dad bods NFL contest. So he will have a pick and I believe it's an NFL pick as well. So we have three NFL picks. Um, and then we uh, also welcome the Ariel Epstein who's a very uh, first time caller into the show. Um, and she has a play for us as well. And she is with uh, FanDuel, I believe. Sports and Grid, Sports Grid Sports sponsored Grid. by Sports Grid by sponsored FanDuel. by FanDuel. Yeah. So Errol Epstein joins us for a pick. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Michael Calabrese. Yep. Uh, at from from uh, Action Network. That's right what I always call sports action. So I cannot do that when we talk to him. Because um, that's what it used to be called when they first started. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I just know that yeah. I use the app and I'm on the, the site a lot. Yeah. I'll have to ask him if he knows that because yeah. I was part of a group that, you know, when they first started, they kind of asked us for some feedback on the app. How's the name? How's the name? Yeah. So I call, always call it sports action, but it's Action Network now. Like um, that. And that has grown into just an awesome, awesome tool for yep everybody so it's a, a packed show <laughs> yeah so there's so. going to be five five picks that we'll give out on this show um from those that i mentioned and then look out on our twitter for what we're we going to try to post some videos as well so i think it'll be a mix yes we're going to have seven other picks to round it out and get you to that magic number of 12 keeping with the holiday spirit um those seven will come in the form of video audio text analog as we like to call it tweets only um you know getting you that information on that pick if we can get the folks um you know in time we'll definitely drop some of that that video or some of that audio of us you know talking through it or or you know those cappers that are choosing it and why they're going with it uh yeah. i think it's really important to provide the context behind why one thing we did with this contest besides reaching out to you know folks that work with or for various companies is we also look for people who cap things differently. So I think we have a really nice mix and style across the 12 that hopefully you guys not only cash on, you know, but enjoy following, listening to, and understanding why. Totally. So look totally. on the timeline. Yes. It's going to be a great, it's going to be a great contest. We're going to introduce, hopefully introduce you all to some new cappers um, and also get some winners over this holiday break while everybody's home looking for uh, something to do. Family distractions. Yes. So without further ado, 
we welcome our first guest. Thank you. Cheers all. Cheers. What's up, everyone? We are back with yet another Dad Bods 12-pack of holiday winners. We got a twofer right now, two for one. We're bringing on Beak Bets and Corona Picks. You can find them on Twitter. These guys are doing all kinds of shows together, all kinds of shows and picks separately. Uh, guys, thank you for, for jumping on and, and contributing a pick here. What's going on? Uh, thanks for having us. Heck yeah, man. This is awesome. Love your show. You guys do an awesome job. I know how hard it is, and you guys rock it. So well done. You guys we learned know, everything. You guys from- don't. You guys don't know this, but you're leading off the show. I mean, oh my god, I'm honored. You are the first. You're the you're the placeholder number one after our pre-recorded intro. So, I mean, that's why I'm wearing the backwards hat. Backwards yeah, he hat. wanted to honor backwards hat <laughs> man. Hi, hi, um, so, cheers, fellas, and thanks you for coming on. We appreciate it. No, um, awesome. Buddy. So tell everybody kind of who you guys are a little bit and then where everybody can find you, your Twitter handles and stuff real quick. Go ahead, B. Um, yeah, Beak Bets. So I've been doing this for, I've been capping for probably over four years on Twitter. Um, you know, I met CP a little over a year ago. Uh, I jumped on one of his shows and him and I really have uh, hit it off. Uh, we used to do a college football show every week. Um, I would probably say I focus in, um, mainly in uh, college football, college basketball, um, and NFL and NBA. Um, I would say those are my best sports. Um, I played football in college, so I try to use some of that um, intuition if I can. Um, yeah. Mainly, I'm a system better. Um, I have a whole bunch of systems for you know, probably around 300 systems, I would say, um, and I'm always tweaking them and kind of playing around. So that's my style of betting. Um, I normally on a one to three unit scale. Um, I'm not normally don't play like five unit plays at all um so yeah that's a little bit about how i gamble and um, my style of betting awesome Awesome. yeah and we were excited to get some you know doing this promotion getting some different not only personalities from you know the network and people that are out there doing well and in you know sports gambling but also people that approach it a different way because there are tons of you know different styles in there and i know Pun and I have both tweaked ours uh, over the years. So that's awesome to hear about the systems. And I think, you know, we'll get into more of that with the play as well. CP, um, you know, w- what about yourself? I know you got, you got, you're doing a ton of content as well. That's always been great for us to watch and enjoy. Yeah. Thanks, man. I mean, my name is Corona Picks. You can find me at Corona Picks on Twitter. And I've been doing this seriously now for probably 10 years, but I've been betting since I was, you know, 16, which is, I won't age myself, but it's been a while. So, uh, but yeah, man, I just, I just love, you know, everything about Twitter and this, this platform we have here to, you know, my problem is I, my mind goes in a hundred different directions and I, you know, um, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've done some podcasts. I'm happy to be on this one. I have my outlier models. They're, they're doing well. And, and basically my whole philosophy in sports betting is 98% of sports bettors lose. So if, it's a common thing. I'm not going to do it. And so uh, pretty much everything I do is sort of opposite to uh, the, the, the sort of general stream. Now that doesn't mean I'm a contrarian better, but uh, I just come at things way differently. And so far I've had success. So I will hopefully continue. Awesome. Yeah, I, lo- I love the way you do stuff, CP. I love how you think of crazy weird stuff. I do. <laughs> and then try to hone in on it because I try to do the same thing. It's just so hard to manipulate the data to get to figure it out what you want to see. And I think you figure that out finally. And that's, finally, it took that's, me years, but yeah. it's, that's the hardest part. I mean, yeah, I yeah. honestly, it's the hardest part is like figure out which segment of that data you want to hone in on. And then mm-hmm. how, how do you trust it or not? Basically. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and sometimes I'll be with my wife and she'll be talking to me and she'll just know she's like, you're not even listening to me. Gone. But meanwhile, I'm like, I just had like a, a you know, a brain that I'm like, wow, I think this is going to work. And then, you know, um, yeah, man, I'm sure. And then Twitter gets the brunt of it. So I'm like, new idea, number 400, right? And, <laughs> well, then sometimes you're like, is this so simple that like somebody else doing this too? Or right. like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You're like, it's not that hard. You just got to do the work to track, to track it. And I think yeah. we all overthink a lot of things. I mean, I oh, can't, God, yeah. especially when I first started, um, I mean, I would overthink almost every pick. Like, oh, but then the, I, w- I would look at a lot of trends like, oh, but this trend, and then all too many conflicting trends. And then that right before the game, you'll be taking, oh, I'll take team A then, you know, got to have, or, you know, trying to having a very, very high volume where you're, you're bending the whole slate on an NFL Sunday, which, I mean, it's, you can do it, but it's, it's harder to win when you're betting the whole entire slate. 
And then yeah. you have a trend, and then you have a trend that hits. And then some guy that you really like really respect on Twitter posts the opposite side. And you're like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I've been trying to stay off until I kind of, or I even try not to have my mind made, yeah. made up or my picks are already yeah. in. Cause that's what we you know, do. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you definitely almost think a little clearer because sometimes I think you do get tripped up, but it, it's nice when you see the alignment, you know, afterwards yeah. with some guys you, you trust or some cappers you trust, but yeah, we yeah. go through that every, every week, him and I. So, I mean, CP has our, CP and I, we have our, our, our prime plays that are essentially consensus plays. And those um, have been killing, right? Yeah, no, I mean, they've been doing really well. We've really had a lot of fun doing them. Our, our NFL, which is actually what our play is on, we have a, a prime play that we're going to release on here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, our NFL is 11 and four, um, up over. That's a good six. number. So, I mean, for what we do on, uh, every time when we have, like there's an NFL game on or any, really any sport, we'll send our plays over. Like we'll make sure like they're done cap, we're done capping and then we'll send it over and see what we match up on. Now, do you guys come at it independently and both kind of come with an idea and see yeah. if they overlap or do you get together and jam to kind of get that output? Uh, most of the time, I mean, CP, what would you say? I mean, we normally we just, we, we, we kind of figure out when we're done capping, we'll send our card, he'll, he'll send his card. And then yeah. we'll kind of discuss on some of the problems. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through how it works uh, on a typical Sunday. So he is Give us in a day, a day Florida, in the life, sunny, amazing <laughs> Florida. I'm in mountain time. So I'm two hours behind him. So he'll text me at like some God awful time, like six 30 in the morning. <laughs> right. I'd be like, bro, like these are who I'm on. Who are you on? And I'm like half awake. I'm like, what? And then he's like, why are you not responding? And I'm like, dude, it's like six in the morning here. Like calm down. And then eventually I get, up and then we we decide which one we're on so yeah it's we, we gotta I forget every single time we've only been doing it for like 13 weeks yeah because you've got a three hour difference yeah, uh, yeah two hour two hour two hour two hour yeah two hour yeah so. but uh you know i gotta give a shout out to uh you know the dad bods uh, people who are watching these shows have zero idea how hard it is to put these on and more importantly what is very difficult that no one knows is how hard it is to coordinate with cappers time zones and getting them together and then last minute things come up and then you know they're you know impacting their family I mean, to do this is is just extremely not easy and nobody sees that and, and you guys do an awesome job of oh, hiding you, that man. part of it so that means a lot that. we we're a good team because because the uh, odds is it's super <laughs> diligent about messaging people and stuff and i'm more on the creative side where i put everything nice. together and put it in and so well, we kind of do both awesome, we, we do it both ways it well. we appreciate that because it is hard we both kind of yeah. correlate with this one but um, that's good man it's then fun. we sprinkled in the holidays and all the chaos yeah. just to make it harder <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're like oh, when I, when you texted that, and you're like, "Hey, we're gonna do this like twelve days holidays." I was like, "Oh man, these guys are." <laughs> I'm in quarantine, so I really had no choice but to say yes. So <laughs> exactly. you're like, "Yes, um, thank God, uh, thank God, I get something to do." But I mean, there again, like these guys do this for free. Everyone, uh, they put this content out. It's a ton of time and energy that they put into this. So likes and retweets, man. That's what that's what it's Amen. about. I mean, yeah. they, won't, they won't admit that probably, but it's that's how you grow your brand likes and yeah. retweets so if you watch Thanks, these shows and you uh appreciate them then you know there you go that's my yeah, problem I, yeah. I see cp he does a lot of our whenever we jump on a show i mean i just know the time that he puts in so i can only imagine what you guys are doing so keep it up man um you guys are doing a phenomenal job i know you guys are starting to get some big name cappers on and that's awesome it's going to help you guys grow and the show will, sure. uh, will definitely grow so keep it up for we sure appreciate that. thank you so much well Let's roll that in. What, what what's what's your guys' pick? What's your yeah, pick for the uh, shop. the dad bods holiday twelve pack of winners? Which I think people are guaranteeing twelve winners. So you know, don't let them down. No pressure. Hey, we're we're not going to be the one that loses. Take it away. <laughs> be cool. We bet. All right. So we're going to roll with the Vikings. Uh, we placed it at plus seven. I, I think when this is rolling right now, it's at six and a half. Um, so we're going to take the Vikings plus seven or plus six and a half. Um, this is a system play for me. Um, where this system's actually 13 and two this year. Um, so I'm strictly just rolling, running off the system. I'm not looking at other trends and stuff. Strictly just going to trust the system. I mean, it's 13 and, uh, and two hitting at over 86%. Um, so I'm going to trust it. So the system is, um, it's a, a away team. The team has to be away. Um, the spread is minus five and a half, six, or minus five and a half plus six, plus six and a half, plus four, plus three, plus six, plus seven, plus seven and a half, and plus eight and a half. I know I kind of went out of order with some of the numbers. Well, every um, spread. What? So it's every spread. We got it. No, just, just <laughs> Plus 13. Just the lower numbers. And then the opponent coach is Sean McDermott, Anthony Lynn, John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan, 
Bruce Arian, Sean Payton, um, and Mike McCarthy. In the interesting. Away. It's an interesting mix of coaches. Wow. Yeah, so the, that's yeah. – I mean, I just was kind of playing with numbers, and um, this is something that – I normally don't start making that assistance for this year until like week six, um, week four. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where I got this play from, and I know CP matched up with it as well um, with some stuff on his end. So you want to go into that? Yeah, I mean, really quick, the outlier model came out dead on the money, which is not a bad thing um, because it means that, you know, in my world of outliers that this isn't, you know, whether you believe in trap plays or not, there's there's none of that going on here. It's just like Vegas is truly looking for equal action either side. Mm-hmm. So the way I look at this is simple. It's a Christmas day game. It does not get any more prime time than, than this. This is, this is the full meal deal. The Saints have a bit of a disadvantage here, in my opinion, because they're, they got to keep their defense intact going into the playoffs if they want to have any hope. Uh, they probably have the best defense they've had in a long time. Totally. Breeze is a little bit banged up right now still. So if I'm the Saints, I'm coming into their last two games, which now Minnesota at home, and then it is, was it Carolina, I believe? You know, they could cruise through these no problem. So if I'm them. At I'm Carolina. On, yeah. at, at Carolina, yeah. So I'm on full-blown, you know, hey, look, we, we want to win. We got stuff to play for, home field advantage. You know, we want to win. But at the end of the day, they don't have to win. And home field advantage isn't nearly as important this year as it has in the past. So it's just not worth their defense risking at all to, to win these games or, or cover the spread. So I see them just coming in, basically. Whereas coming off a loss to the Bears, man, the Vikings, uh, you know, I guess mathematically they can still make the playoffs. But honestly, I think it works in their favor that they can't because they're coming off a loss to the Bears, man. They got things to prove. It's a Christmas game. I mean, this may as well be their Super Bowl. So they're coming into the Saints, you know, high-profile team. The whole world is watching. Uh, this is it for them, man. They, they got to come strong. Plus, they're playing, if I remember correctly, Detroit next week. And they could win, man. They, they still got a chance to come they through. They still have an outside chance. Detroit's yeah, banged up, too. Exactly. So they could do it. But I don't think that's going to be their driving force in this game. I think it's going to be retribution from last week, a Christmas game. Uh, I actually even think that they could win this game. Uh, I love plus seven. That's what it was. It doesn't surprise me. It's coming down to, to my or plus six and a half. But anything over like plus five, uh, I would I would roll with. So plus, yeah, I mean, you look, know they're mo- you know they're motivated to play Drew Brees or of course the Saints, man. The Saints as I well. Mean, it's not in prime time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this is their Super Bowl, man. If they can come up with a victory here, it's like that's that's a good. And Drew Brees looked. I mean, he looked awful last week. I mean, you think he started what zero for eight? Especially early on, he got going a little bit. Yeah, later. he got going yeah, but, in the yeah. second half. Which I mean, that's Drew Brees. He's gonna get his um, at some point. He's great, one of the best quarterbacks mm-hmm. to play the game, but. I mean, oh for eight. I mean, he's definitely still hurt. I mean, you don't come off of a rib injury like that, especially at the quarterback position, and yeah. and that quick of a time, and think everything's gonna be oh, I'm I'm good to go. Um, so yeah, and plus this just this just smells like a backdoor cover as well. Yes, oh, hey, we're fine with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter to us. Yeah. Exactly. Kirk, yeah. Kirk Cousins marching down ready the field. Ready to clip this. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know about I don't, I don't know, man. I, I I don't mind the Vikings to come right out and win this game. Uh, now it'll be like thirty to five now that i said that but you know well but, um, breeze will get hurt and Taysom will come in yeah <laughs> yeah exactly where's Jameis? has anyone seen Jameis lately okay isn't he on the covid list oh is he i didn't even know he, <laughs> he, he was an active yeah okay that's what they're saying got those I eyes fixed he's staying out of the strip clubs like harden and uh what's oh, it that's a haskins right <laughs> yeah harden just wants to get out of houston doesn't he yeah, that's yeah. that's all. That's a different. We could talk yeah. for hours. But, <laughs> but, but no, I, I I do think these guys get up for for Zimmer too. You know, he's a he's a big time coach in that in that league. He hasn't had all the playoff success and you know the success he's probably wanted. But they tend to play for him, even that little hot streak they had in the middle of the year because they they were banged up early on. So yeah. that this Vikings team, I don't think has any quit in them. No, and I just think defensively they've struggled this year. I mean, I mean they have a good. I mean the names they have: Dalvin Cook, Kirk. I know Kirk, you know, prime time sometimes yeah. isn't the best, but I mean, they have Jefferson. Jefferson's been a great rookie in Thielen. Thought over a thousand yards and Thielen. I mean, they have, they have some good pieces. Um, I mean, I think if they can get better, especially at cornerback, um, I feel like if they can really, you know, help, get some help on defensive side of the ball and, you know, Kirk can step up. I mean, this is going to be a good team next yeah. year. I really like this play. They seem to play up to their competition as well. Um, yeah. They did at Seattle early. Yeah. Uh, and if Dalvin they, Cook didn't get hurt that game, they probably yeah. Right. And then they'll kind of lay an egg versus these teams like the Bears, Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Well, thank so, you guys for the play. Um, yeah, thank you. 
this will run tomorrow on the show and uh, then we'll tweet that out later for everyone to see our beautiful faces. Awesome. I love it, man. That's the right. but Anything else you guys want to plug before you go, before we kick you out? Just you no, guys. Man. Keep it up, man. Keep up. Appreciate that. Seriously. Yeah. Good job. All you right. guys going to kick into MLB and everything once it all starts up? MLB. That's the plan. Yeah. This yeah. Mr. Hockey Punisher rocks uh, a very nice cha- a chase model and uh, a hockey model that is well worth following. Nice, nice, perfect. Team totals, right? But you're doing team totals. I'll be, totals. I'll be, I'll be hitting up Corona on, on the uh, NHL, uh, the Canadian hockey division, to see what he thinks about that. Oh God, uh, man! He's, I, I think you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really follow. I mean, my I got my old iron model, but I don't like follow hockey. Like, I mean, it's a religion up here. Like, it's ridiculous. Know. But, yeah, um, right. You know, but anyways, I, I'm like into hockey. So, well, thank yeah. you guys for coming. Baseball guy. Yeah. We will do this again. Definitely. Hope sounds good. And uh, see you next time. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. See ya. What's up, everyone? As promised, we are back to present another pick in the Dad Bods Holiday 12-Pack of Winners. We wanted to bring on a special guest for this one, uh, at John Ryan Sports 1 on Twitter. Uh, He joined us on the podcast for a full preview. This time, we wanted to get him back to to give you a pick, give you a winner, give you some analysis. Um, you can obviously find him over at wager talk and that's where I wanted to lead with. Cause that man is lighting wager talk on fire. John, up, John? You- thanks, for, thanks for having me on board here. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with the results. Uh, we try to keep it humble. You're at John Ryan sports because we know the betting guys are fickle creatures and you know, they can, <laughs> there's no doubt pissed off if you brag too much. Yep. But it, I like to say that, nice that back door swing both ways. You gotta be careful. Oh, it does. And it hurts. Yeah, it does hurt. And, <laughs> hurts uh, on the way back. In 26 sure. years of doing this, I've I've learned uh, not to get uh, too excited about too much of anything. You know, even in losing streaks, you know, keeping everything even keeled. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the way to, you know, be a successful trader in the stock market and also in sports betting, which I'm at least successful trader. You know, I think I'm doing pretty good in, in the betting too. Yeah, look, we've enjoyed interacting with you, and I think the, just the even the success over the last thirty days and more longer term, obviously, good records on on wager talk. I think speaks to some of that consistency. So we were excited for you. It's obviously an honor. Well, thank you very much for saying that. I do, uh, you know, with the competition to be number one on that site is uh, probably the most challenging of any site that is on the planet. Has that and, been across uh, all the sports? Because there's obviously a lot going on right now, and in the last thirty days, we've had a lot of things pop up. It's a uh, 60% um, all sports last 30 days. Wow. And I do all sports and uh, in the gridiron college and, and pro is uh, 68% last wow. 30 days, which is, you know, it's, it, you, you want to try to sustain that, you know, mm-hmm. for a whole season, but of my 26, um, I've, I've, I've had maybe eight that have been above 65%. Um, wow. So it, it doesn't happen very often. Right. That is insane. Um, Congratulations. Um, you know, to your point, you know, to get the number one status at a place like Wager Talk and Sports Memo, you have to be hot for that month. And it's right. like, and rarely do you see the same name pop up twice in a row. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's, um, that's a good point. You know, well, if I do it two times in a row, then we'll, we'll have a conversation. Yeah. Then you can get happy. <laughs> then we'll, we'll allow you to celebrate if that happens. Yeah. We'll have you on again. So what do you yeah, have? Now I have like two IPAs in my hand too. Ooh, okay, I, now, <laughs> now, now we're talking. Now you we're you talking. You guys know I'm a big drinker. You know, two beer Johnny here. <laughs> you know. So what do you have cooking for the for our twelve picks uh, promo well, here? What we have to, uh, is the game between the Miami Dolphins and the Las Vegas Raiders, and um, you know both the conferences have seven playoff spots, and if the season ended last week, Miami would have been the seventh one, right? Uh, and they would make it. Uh, so they have two games to play. Um, the Raiders are essentially out of playoff contention, even though mathematically they could still uh, sneak in, but they just have not been playing well. And as we know, their defense has been uh, oh, you know, piss Swiss, poor for like another. Swiss cheese, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – it's, yeah, I don't know how John Gruden doesn't want to go back to the booth. Uh, but anyway – a name I wanted to mention here, uh, especially for the fantasy uh, players out there that are in their playoff rounds now, uh, wide receiver for Miami, Lynn Bowden, has emerged as the number one wide receiver. He had 71% of the snaps two games ago, and he had 90% and wow. the most targets this past week. And it seems like Tua and him 
have uh, formed a pretty darn good bond. Uh, of those seven uh, targets, he caught six. Um, and you know, Tua just got the job done. He was disciplined. They didn't run anything uh, real complicated. And mm-hmm. they just knew that if they kept it simple, it was going to limit the Patriots' opportunity for turnovers, which Belichick is so great at doing. Especially, especially against rookie teams. quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say his record against them has been, you know, yeah, I was remarkable. On the, I was on the Dolphins minus two and a half, I believe, maybe one and a half. And that first half was tough. It looked scary because they, yeah. you know, the Dolphins tried to lose that game. But what line did you get for this, John? Uh, two and a half. All right. Fins minus two and a half. Right to the book. December yeah. 26th. It's written down. You can't change it. Maybe with a little uh, prop bet on our boy Bowden, just as an extra, as an extra, as an extra play. So, yeah, I think that would be a good that. idea. I really do. Any, well, any, any, fo- have they released yet? And have you seen the line move or does it change for you just with the Derek Carr situation? Is he playing? It's, I think it's a Mariota game, right? It's for a Mariota game for yeah. sure. Uh, that was known uh, before the line was uh, released. Posted, yep. Yep. So, um, you know, it's a skinny line, as they say. You know, playing the money line here would be a good idea. Right. Um, the Dolphins uh, find themselves in a, in a really good uh, situ- a betting system that works against the Raiders. Uh, so you're going to bet on a road team, and you're going to bet on a road team that had no more than one turnover in a previous game. And you're going to take that road team if they're averaging less than 1.25 turnovers for the season. And the home team did not force their previous opponent to commit any turnovers. That comes out to 75, 43, and 7 for 64% winners. And uh, the subset is if the game is taking place in the second half of the season, in other words, after week eight, it balloons to 67% winners, 44, 22 with two pushes over the past five seasons. It's a well, it's a long-term profitable system. I love that. And what I like about tying the system to the narrative a little bit is you have now a whole week to prepare for Mariota and that type of offense. You know, the Dolphins have a strong defense. So it's not even like Mm -hmm. in your stats, you you know, you didn't even mention that home team and their defensive efficiency, but they're obviously one of the, you know, more top heavy, you know, defenses in the league. So that lines up really nicely with, you probably get some Mariota mistakes. You probably get Miami with a good game plan. Yeah. Um, so I like it. I like it. Miami's done a great job with turnovers. Uh, yeah, you know, they they take care of the ball. Uh, they forced at least one turnover in every single game this year. Uh, and They're turnovers are the most predictive parameter there is. You right. know, if you can predict that week after week, you'd you'd hit a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and you really always expect some regression, like you said, with this, which yep. this is playing off of on on both ends. They're a fun team to watch, and we appreciate the pick. We got you down. Dolphins, minus two and a half, December 26th. Enjoy bet your it. Saturday night. Bet it bet it, and win. Yeah. That's right. All right, John. Thanks. We'll thanks have you back on. on here in January for a lot more. You got it. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. See you later. See ya. Our next pick comes from the one and only LockBets.net. You know him well. He's been on our show quite a bit. He's in the championship round of the Dad Bods Leaderboard Contest. What's up, dude? I see your Jets hats on. Dude, my, Celebrating uh, your my victory. That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, first, first win in the books. I mean, why wouldn't I be fucking pumped that the Jets won? Love it. I mean, I had the Jets. I had the stupid Rams on my that survivor pool. So I'm oh. not of the Jets right now, but I would, I, uh, I would have lost later anyway. I'm, con- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to convince myself I would have lost either way, but uh, I did not survive. Past, How many people were left? Like 49 out of like, like 6,000. It was like a $10,000 pot. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, that, that's what uh, – there's an old saying. I, uh, there's a comedian that says uh, no matter what, um, you know, the difference between sex and the Jets are – uh, the Jets will always fuck you, no matter what. You know, if you're if you're on a hot date or something, it doesn't matter. The Jets will always fuck you. Uh, you know, and I was being a little sarcastic because, let's be real here, the Jets won, but they lost Trevor Lawrence. Well, maybe not. What if the Jaguars win? What if the Jaguars win a game? 
they they have the they have the Bears, and the Bears are trying to get in the playoffs. Right. And then you have. Um, but trying to get in the playoffs doesn't mean anything because look what happened to the Rams. The Rams are still trying to get in, right? They needed that win. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm Mr. Brightside today for you. Uh, listen, uh, I've never had to talk a guy out of winning. I've seen winning before, so this is a new a new one. Um, I'm with you, man. It, uh, it's been a tough year, and you know, I was, happy for, I was happy for like Frank Gore, and I was happy for you know a few of the guys, but I wasn't happy for you know their coach. Or it is cool that they like they won, though. It is cool that they put yeah. together enough, like just that the locker room wanted to win, and they weren't just tanking. Like, because they're professionals. Yeah. Um, it just proved that they, they are bad. But it, it, there wasn't any motivating factor for them to want to beat the Rams there, was there? There wasn't something I missed with guys that used to be Jets that are on there or coaches or nothing. There was no nope. storylines. There was no storylines. Yeah, so that was just uh, – they won. They won fair and square, and that's just the way yeah. it goes. So, really um, I mean, shout out to Sean McVay. Fuck you for – he threw fade third and one. What was line. that? What was that? Like a wheel route to the running back on third and two, and then a fade. Fourth uh, yeah, it, it, I think it was back to back, pretty much the same plays. I mean, uh, is that what McVeigh's dialing up for third and fourth down? I don't know. What are you gonna do, man? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Three. So, all right. So uh, our contest, or our not actually not our contest, but our uh, promotion here, we're gonna do that. Dad, the dad bods. Uh, twelve pack of picks or twelve pack of winners. What do you have for us, uh, Lock Bets? Do you have a, a winner for us? Uh, yeah, no. Thank, thanks for asking. Um, I'm obviously stoked to be on here. Um, you guys are the best in the business. I mean, uh, from thank you, thank Dad you, thank leaderboard you. to just keeping it real, keeping it chill. You guys are like a drama-free zone. No bullshit. And uh, that's what I love about you guys. So um, we appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Like I said, um, but yeah, let's get to the bare bones of things. I mean, people want to know who's going to win and you know, who's going to cover really most importantly. And that's what brings me to my next game. I mean, this game uh, it's the Cardinals versus the 49ers right. at home for the Cardinals, which is you know, basically home for the 49ers now, you know, pseudo, you know, pseudo wise. Yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't think about that. It's yeah. They're having like an inter-squad scrimmage right now. I mean, uh, they're both going to be taking, you know, a bus to the five minute bus. Or I think we might get double home, double home uh, uniforms coming out of the. Out of right. The- right. So really I can't, you know, there's no narrative of yeah. home or away. Um, but the narrative that keeps coming to kick the 49ers in the ass is they are a COVID special team. I mean, they don't have a home stadium. They don't have a starting quarterback. Their backs have been against the wall completely all year, yeah. which a lot of contrarians may say um, in this spot, you'd love to see the 49ers step up, um, you know, in a big way, which, um, you know, I'm, we're not going with. That's not the narrative. Well, coming off that Dallas loss, I mean, it, right? So Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and you know what? Turnovers have been a problem all year. Last year, they turned uh, last week they turned it over three times. Um, so uh, this team is 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 you know they're they're in kind of that spot where mm-hmm. uh, the ball's on the ground or the or the ball's going to be picked off. So mm-hmm. um, and their defense is, uh, is is not turning the ball over. They're actually second to last in the league in turnovers. So. Um, the kryptonite for Kyle Murray is turn the ball over with Kyle Murray. Do not let him run. Week one, uh, week one or two, they played. Kyle Murray went for ninety-one yards uh, on uh, rushing. So, if you look at the, you know, if the, if the game tape dictates, you know, g- game plan, then um, I love the Cardinals minus five. It's a it's a spot that I'm putting two units on uh, in the Dad Bods leaderboard. Yes. So, Shout out. Yeah, it, it's just – I think it's a perfect scenario. Kyler Murray has to win this game. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury has to win this game. Uh, if they win this game, um, then they, they, they practically – This know, is huge. This is huge for their playoff hopes. I mean, they'd yeah. take a huge leap if they win here just statistically because they'll be – what would their record be? Would they be 8-5? and five? 
uh, they'll be uh, nine and nine and six. Nine and six. Okay. okay. Nine and six. Nine and six, and then um, you have the Bears who. Yes, are you're playing. right. Yep. The Bears are knocking on the door, and they're playing the Jaguars this week. So, the the Cardinals have the upper hand right now, and they do not want to lose the upper hand. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So they're not going to. They're going to. They should come out fired up. Uh, cards minus five. That's a actually a Sunday game, right? Twelve twenty six. Uh no no it, it's as. Uh, or is that Saturday? That's Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday. I, it's so hard to get these dates right now. It's with Dude, this whole week we're gonna have great football. We're gonna have. Um, I know. Game on Friday, Saturday, great game. Um, and also just to know, I mean, I I truly do think that this line could go up to six <clears throat> six and a half. Um, but. I love minus five. I think Kyle Murray. I'm, I'm, I told you guys on the pregame show um, earlier this year. I said Kyler Murray may win the MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's it's probably out of the question now. But um, he's on his way, though. He's on his way. Uh, they just need some more pieces, especially on defense. Right. Right. And then, but yeah, man, I love that pick. Cardinals minus five, going off on uh, December twenty sixth. That's we'll right. Post. We'll post that again on our Twitter, but uh, you'll hear it here first on the podcast. Hop on it now before the line goes up. Thank you to LockBets for joining us. Absolutely. And uh, good luck in the contest, man. You versus Milt. And uh, I can't wait to sit down with a, with a beer and watch that one as that goes down. Oh, my God. It's going to be, <laughs> gonna be uh, equal parts comedy and entertainment. Maybe we can get you guys on to do a little joint video uh, at one point. Maybe a drink a, a, live, a, live drink a beer or two, a live look in yeah. uh, as, as it comes down to the wire. So, well, thank you, sir. And uh, you can find him at at lock underscore bets on Twitter. Follow his picks. He's always free. Uh, follow him on Action Network. Yep. And, uh, and cash and cook yep. and, you know, F like a champion. Thanks, dude. See always you. happy holidays and Merry Christmas, guys. Bye. Back with another pick. We're continuing the dad bods holiday 12 pack of picks. We're keeping it fresh. We're bringing on different faces. Today, we are joined by Ariel Epstein, of uh, host over at Sports Grid, sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Ariel, thank you for jumping welcome, on. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I don't really fit into the dad bod mold. I see the list of some people on here that might. I don't. <laughs> I am just glad to be here, honorary member of the club. That's right. Well, we, need that, we need that mix, you know. Super yeah. important. Yeah. It's a good thing that you don't fit into our mold. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not a beer. Can I, can I do a 12 pack of wine? Is yeah. that a thing? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Totally. We, we, we've kind of started to prefer seltzers. We're, we're getting, it's getting a little interesting in our old age, you know? High noons. Exactly. That's Ooh, my go-to. The, yeah. Nooners are a go-to, especially on the course for me. Yep. I mean, there's mm. no doubt. What about the wide world of wine? Any, any specifics for you? Red, white, rosé? Mostly white, Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc, dry like whites. I can do a Cabernet Sauvignon red with a nice <laughs> steak. I am an expensive date. It's fine. There you go. Now you heard it. All the non-dads out there, you've heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, tell us a little about you and what, what you got going on. I know the Sports Grid and, and FanDuel sponsors that. Uh, give us yeah, I, I love tuning in to what you guys do and yeah. release daily. I think you cover a ton of sports, which is awesome. I mean, what can you tell everyone about the sports grid world a little bit about yourself? I started with sports grid about a year and a half ago. I started in, well, yeah, I guess October. So a year and two months ago, this company has just taken off since the COVID-19 pandemic. I know a lot of places have suffered and Mm -hmm. I feel terrible for some of those places. We have just elevated our game. Everybody came home, started building their own home studios. And that's where I'm at right now. We also are launching on SiriusXM next month, channel 204. I'm really That's excited about nice. it. And we have our show, The Morning After, which airs on MSG Plus here in the New York area. I okay. just, I'm really proud of everything that we've been able to do. We cover every single sport, down to table tennis. What COVID was able to help us with, too, is when we were in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic in quarantine with no sports going on, we had to expand our horizons. We were betting on golf events that were not PGA related. Mm -hmm. We were betting on table tennis. We were betting on soccer. It wasn't even mainstream soccer that people are used to. We were betting on Bundesliga. We were betting on Syria. It was just absolutely insane. We just try to keep you getting the edge on every game you possibly can on the grid. 
Exactly. Yeah, so there's still ways That's to approach awesome. it. The, the two of us got heavy into, and we started doing some of it on this podcast and yeah. just on Twitter, a lot of KBO baseball too. You know, we were enjoying the ESPN yes. feeds and, and following I'll along. So it was nice to see that league up late at night for that game. And it got rain delayed. Only, <laughs> exactly. All the other games started except right. the main game that ESPN was airing. And they, yeah. wouldn't, was in a and they wouldn't. And they wouldn't air the games that we're playing. Like they wouldn't switch. It was just right. a one, like a one, you know, one chance only deal. I was yeah. up yeah. until about one thirty in the morning here on the East Coast. Saw first pitch. I think I watched the first two innings. My show's at nine a.m. I have to go to sleep. I right. watched the first two innings. I passed out. Major props to those announcers. That that kind of those those were the first announcers that did the like they announced the game from home while watching it on TV. And now there's a lot more of that. But at, I remember thinking, how is that going to work? Like, are they, they can't. They're on a, you'd have to imagine. And they had the time difference. And they did well. Too. Right. Yeah. They did well for, so, uh, it, but I'm glad you guys, you guys have grown during this time. That is awesome because mm, thank um, you. it's only going to help, you know, people get stronger uh, when stuff does open back up. Um, mm-hmm. maybe you'll, you'll find an edge on the sport that you would have never even thought about. Like, like us with the KBO, we always joke and say, you got to find that niche. Sometimes that's where the markets aren't as smart or there might be more edges. So I think it's, it's exactly. definitely good, good insights. Exactly. And I'm hoping that by the summer of 2021, that we do end up having sports, mobile sports wagering legalized here in New York. That would just be the icing on the cake to end the COVID pandemic, hopefully. And we would be able to have mobile sports wagering, which I don't think would have happened without the pandemic due right. to the nope. debt that the state's in. Nope. Nope. The pandemic came at a, it never can come at a good time, but technologically it's come at a nice time because you can do things that you wouldn't have been able to do 10 years ago. So um, everybody's taken advantage of it and, and been smart. So you guys the, are a good example of that. Find the silver lining. I like that. So what what what, what do you what do you have for us? <laughs> what do you have for us for a pick for our uh, our twelve pack of winners uh, promotion? I'm going to take the under on the Jaguars Bears game, which is coming up on Sunday. I like this under because I have seen some reverse contrarian line movement to it. It opened at 47 and a half, has gone down to 46 and a half, despite almost 60% of the bets on the over. That shows me sharp money's coming in on the under. When I dug into the numbers more, I saw that these two teams are bottom 10 in the league offensively in points per game. The Jaguars rushing defense ranks 30th in the NFL. The Bears have changed up their offensive line in the last month. Since doing that, the running back of the Bears, David Montgomery, has rushed for three 100-yard games, including all four of the games being for at least 72 rushing yards. If the Bears control the pace of play and the Jaguars continue to get off the field quickly, the Jaguars are going to be without their running back, James Robinson, with a Mm -hmm. high right ankle sprain. The Jaguars don't have many other weapons aside for their wide receiver, DJ Chark. Their quarterback, Gardner Minshew, who's it going to be? Is Minshew staying in the full game? There's a lot of question marks on the Jags. I think the Bears control pace of play. I think the Bears can win the game. I'm not so confident in ever laying points with the Bears. I would tease them. (laughs) However, I would just say under here, if the Bears continue to come out to some sort of a league, the Jags struggle to score, and maybe the Jags start tanking for Trevor. There you go. I mean, the, the Jets, the Jets left the door wide open for them. Right. So now it's the Jags are the team of destiny. If they can just follow those steps and get it right. You maybe Gardner, you know, could throw it off a little bit with some of the, you know, his attack, his offensive scheme compared to some of the Jags back of quarterbacks, but they really don't have anything to play for. I think you're also due for a little bit of Mitch Trubisky regression. He's been playing a little too well the last few weeks, which also could come back to the earth with them, you know, controlling the clock, but I love a good under, love rooting it, sweating it out right from the beginning. You could also on FanDuel, I love doing this with a lot of these sharp unders. I'll do a same game parlay or I'll tease it. And I love doing some of these teasers where you tease up the game and bet the under and then pair it with something else. You could even do alternate spreads and alternate totals Mm -hmm. on the FanDuel same game parlay. If you want, you can just tease down the bears and you can tease up that total and bet the under and feel a little bit more confident about the bet. I love that. One of the things I forgot to mention uh, at the top of, of introducing you is I sometimes jokingly refer to you, but I think it's in your bio too, as the prop queen. Unfortunately, with the timing of this segment, we couldn't get a prop. Not all those prop lines are out, you know, that many days in advance, uh, but do follow Ariel on 
Twitter and you can find more of those props. They break them down, you know, leading up to the game and the weekends. Um, and those have been a great edge for us all year. I mean, that's, that is something you guys love digging into, I think. Right. I love the props market. I think that you can find good value on random props. Don't look for the passing yards prop, the rushing yards prop. Sometimes I find an edge with those. I found a really good edge on James Robinson for his rushing and receiving yards prop early in the season, around weeks three through six. Then the mm -hmm. books caught on. He's a rookie, now third leading rusher in the NFL behind Dalvin Cook right. um, and Derrick Henry of the Titans. Then you, I was able to get Tim Patrick and his receptions props at a very low number, around two and a half for the first few weeks of the season. He was the leading, he was the receptions leader for the Broncos, and then the books caught on. Right. You can always find those edge with new, those edges with new players. I just think if you look to props, my favorite pass attempts. You can just find a team that has a running game that's been unfortunate for the last few weeks. The Steelers being one of them, unable to get over 50 rushing yards prior to this week for about three or four yep. weeks. Big yep. Ben's pass attempts prop is great. You don't have to rely on the wide receivers to catch the ball. Right. You just have to worry about him stepping back to throw. How many attempts? Exactly. Yeah, it's not completions. It's attempts. That's a good point. Exactly. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Anything else you, 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 you want to plug before we let you go? Just check out SportsGrid, SportsGrid.com. We have the morning after, Pro Football Today, in-game live. So many different options for tuning in. Those are just the three shows that I'm on. And you can find out which platform works best for you if you go onto the website. Awesome. Thank so that's a, that's a Sunday winner from Ariel, and we'll definitely look to get you back here for you know a longer segment and a full show. Appreciate it, though. Thank you, Ariel. Nice Thanks to meet you. Good luck this weekend. Hey, everyone. We are back with another pick of the Dad Bods holiday 12 pack of winners a new guest another network michael calabrese from the action network he is here mike thanks for joining us brother great to thank have you mike you. nice to meet you as well so i feel like i've checked all the boxes i am a dad uh, i am a degenerate gambler and there you I go do have picks. so I, I hit all three I, I think i'm ready to roll <laughs> that's right so now the, the last box is just get a winner so you just got to make sure it falls all the way through but we'll leave that pressure to you you know yeah, it's uh, I'm ready to you know rock and roll with my ten unit whale play subscription only super secret you know pick of the bull season. So that's right, good. bombs only, bombs only. So why don't you tell everyone <laughs> a little bit about yourself? I've had the pleasure of knowing you uh, for some time. We won't go into all of, of our history, but let's just say go greyhounds, and then you know from there I'll I'll let you kick it off and introduce yourself. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, so I, I've been, you know, in the sports gambling and fantasy space, uh, really going back to about 2005. Um, obviously, there's been this rapid acceleration in the last 18 months where lots of companies and, and media conglomerates and getting in on the action, um, you know, no pun intended. So what that's meant for me is joining the Action Network as a full-time contributor. I cover college basketball and college football. I also do video content for Points Bet Casino, as well as local Fox Sports Radio here in Philadelphia and the national show, um, in Chicago, which is the college tailgate. So they bring me in on college football Saturdays to discuss whatever the game of the week is. So really it's, you know, a side hustle that's slowly growing into almost a, you know, full-time hustle part two for me. Um, and a lot of it is just an exposure play. You know, you got to get out there, talk to as many people as you can, get your name out there and really do, you know, as, as best homework as you can, because honestly, the more exposure you have, the more appetite there is, you know, from your following to be able to put out picks. I think, you know, a couple of nights yep. ago, I took one night off and people were sliding into my DMs, you know, who do you Where's like the winners? New Jersey you hey. know, Institute of Technology and riding? Like, Listen, that's I know a, a lot about that's a good thing though. Like, that's a good thing though. Out. At least, at least, you know, people are paying attention. So that's like the, the biggest thing is getting people's attention. You have that. So, um, Props to you, man. That's yeah. it's a lot of hard work, right? I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's absolutely a lot of hard work. And really, I'd say to anyone who's you know new to the game or looking to grow their own brands, uh, it does require a thick skin. And if you don't have one, don't worry. Like you'll just be taking bullets, you know, the first time through the wall. Uh, I think I had a game last spring. It was Dayton against Davidson, and that was when Dayton was on their incredible run. And, and I picked Davidson and. Dayton went ahead and shot, I want to say 73% from the field. And I was just getting lit up on social media. And I think that was the last time I actually had feelings. I'm now completely numb and senseless to it all. Um, but you know, and you yeah. continued becoming a dad and it got, it got worse and worse. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a different set of numbness, <laughs> though. a different, you know, a different numbness region. Let's say. He's got girls though. He doesn't, he, he's not living in the Thunderdome like we are. Mr. Punisher picks down there. Uh, those girls behave, I think. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Awesome. Cool. So what what do you, uh, what do you got in, in store for us here? What's your pick for our uh, 12 pack of winners? So generally, you know, I like to put aside almost an entire day to dig through the entire college bowl game slate. Um, but in this case, you know, with so many games canceled, it, it really condensed down that process. And one game in particular jumped out to me. And this is often a part of my process. When I see a team that is catching points when I think they should be favored, so a total flipping of the script, I, I like to dig into that game and make sure that I'm not missing anything. For the NFL, generally speaking, I'm missing something. It's a trap, it's a rat line. But for college, oh, hey, speaking of, hold on. There he is. A new appearance. We have a special guest here. He's got his Oklahoma <laughs> red on because that is our, our pick here for the week. We're going with the Sooners catching three against Florida. And listen, Florida is headed in the wrong direction. They've lost their last two. Kyle Pitts is out. And I think that game against LSU was um, an indication of what the UF offense looks like when they don't have probably the most dynamic offensive weapon outside of Devonta Smith. It really allows defenses to get a little bit more multiple to bring pressure from different spots and not have to worry about taking their best cover man and potentially putting him in the box. And when you look at the OU defense, ever since Ronnie Perkins came back five games ago, the kids averaging over two set tackles for loss per game. And Alex Grinch's defense is now finally up to snuff and it's matching the production of the offense. So I think this is an opportunity for Lincoln Riley to continue his seven game winning streak, six and one against the spread in that stretch. So much is going wrong for Florida between the opouts, the show cause penalty for Dan Mullen, just a lot of distractions for a team that two weeks ago had the inside track to the college football playoff. Right. That's a lot to come down from emotionally. So, so many intangibles here that I think are on the, the Sooners side. That's why it's my pick of the week. Yeah, Mike, I think you're spot on. I really do. I think um, OU is playing about as good as anybody in the country right now. I think with, with, with one loss, I think there's a chance they could have been in this playoff. Particularly, um, you know, if they had erased that loss to K-State, not only was it, you know, a, a shocking loss, but it was a loss against a team that's just not very good. Um, so I agree with you. I think if it had been a one-loss Big yep. 12 champion, they would have snuck in. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, they're trending up at the right time. Their defense is playing great. I, you know, I love that play. Uh, what line did you get by any chance on that? Uh, I went in and got it at plus 130. I think this is going to, you know, b- before kickoff, probably coalesce around a pick just because, you know, sports books are going to take a lot of contrarian action on the Sooners in this spot. And I do think as the coming days, you know, unfold, we're going to see maybe one or two more opouts from UF. That's at least the buzz right now around that program. It's something that can snowball where Lincoln Riley seems to have circled the wagons. And I think he's going to be playing with his full deck. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Well, it's going to be interesting too to watch during bowl season, get this pick in for, for Oklahoma. Uh, follow uh, Mike, where can they find you on Twitter online? So that's at East Breeze. That's B-R-E-E-S-E. You can also follow my work over at the Action Network as well as Saturday Down South. I have uh, weekly columns that are transitioning from college football now into college basketball. So I won't just be focusing on the SEC because now that their flagship program for basketball is, you know, they're on hard times this year, <laughs> Kentucky basketball. So I'll be broadening my experience a little bit there. So be sure to check me out at Saturday. Yeah. Down. One trend I keep seeing, watch uh, college basketball half to half has been Jekyll and Hyde. Like yeah. it has been runs and dangerous so I don't know if it's keying in on first half and second half or live spots so you know going to be an, uh, an interesting trend to follow but definitely check out Mike and all his work you know find him for college football college basketball and some other sports insights and analysis all right Appreciate thanks, thanks all uh, my, my son Jack here also likes the Oklahoma pick so I'm going to go ahead and put your specialty kindergarten uh, tuition on it what do you think that's what we I'm like sure. to call a that? five a 529 special for you Jack <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I'm gonna go ahead and steal that phrase. You got <laughs> Take it. Take care, Thanks, guys. Mike. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. And now for our next pick in the Dad Bods holiday 12 pack of winners is Guns Picks. You can find him on Twitter at Guns Picks. Is it at underscore gun, uh, Guns underscore Picks? No, it's just straight guns picks. You were, one of those straight. Lu- you were one of those lucky guys that didn't have to use an underscore. That's He's that's- an OG. He got in in time. Yeah. He got in early. So guns joins us for uh, for a little conversation. And, and he's days. been on with us on the podcast. So if you guys have heard him there or follow him online. But you've probably heard, to, his sexy, you, sexy, you've heard his sexy voice in one of our ads. It's true. <laughs> it is true. It's so true. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Man. I'm just, uh, I don't know. I might be sweating this FAU game out a little bit. They're starting to make a comeback. 
How's that total looking? It was a it was a nasty sharp low number for a, for a Memphis FAU game, you know. Yeah, the total right now I'm comfortable, but it is yeah. college football. We're at 28 points now, midway through the six, actually three quarters of the. I mean the the uh, third quarter. Third quarter. Yeah. So in the in the totals 52. Yeah, it's like 52 so I, or 52 and a half. And yeah, I felt right, right about that. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, no, it's been good. I got you know holidays coming up. Uh, tons and tons of sports it seems like everything's kind of congested together more so that's why we wanted to do a little bit of this contest we realized yeah. oh my god we're gonna have you know two major <laughs> sports going plus two college sports you still got some soccer so it was just like wow there's a lot in the holiday season it doesn't always feel like this but maybe i just didn't realize it you know in years past and there's a there's a lot of guys you have in this contest that specialize in nba mm-hmm. or this guy <laughs> right. does college basketball this guy does nfl so it's good to have that you know that I guess that smorgasbord or that potpourri of uh, cappers, like just, you know, throwing out their, I guess their Christmas lock. I don't know what else to call it. The Christmas holiday lock. Yeah. 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 That's a good good name for it. Yeah. We, we tried to kind of reach out across uh, different angles of of this gambling Twitter sphere. If you want to call it that and bring in different, different people. Of course you are one of our main guys. So we had to include you and, um, what are you what are you looking at what what, what are you looking at uh for our contest for our uh 12 pack of winners okay i gave this some thought okay. i i i ran through and, and you know there's so much going on like i was saying you got a little bit of the nba you got you know nba starting up you have college basketball you have nfl there's a lot of different directions you could go college football has always been my bread and butter, especially this year. If you've been following me along, you've been following my picks. Mm-hmm. I've been hitting, you know, roughly this year, 57% overall. Um, when, when I was a VIP, uh, I retired from that. I, I was hitting over 60% on those picks. So I had to go college football for the people. And that's what I'm going to do here. Let's go bowling. So, Let's go yeah. bowling. So we're going to be going bowling. I'm going to take you to New Year's Day. I'm going to take you to 4 p.m. I'm going to take you to Pasadena, California. Sounds gorgeous. Home I'm, of the I'm Rose there. Bowl. I'm getting there. You are looking live from Pasadena, California. You have Bama. You have the Notre Dame Fighting Irish playing each other in the first of two college football playoff games. And let me tell you, you, li- you listen to all the analysts on ESPN. You listen to all the analysts on CBS. You, you read articles. They've basically just said Bama's going to win the game by 50. There's no way Notre Dame can stay with them because they watched one game a week ago yep. in the ACC championship in a bad spot for Notre Dame because they beat Clemson on November 9th. Revenge game in a place that Clemson is it's most comfortable in a place they virtually, if you saw the first half of that game, if it wasn't for missed opportunities for Notre Dame, it could have been a different game altogether. Now they're playing Bama and everyone thinks Bama is better than Clemson. Well, I beg to differ. Can you tell me if Bama's defense can stop anybody? No, actually stop a good offense. Haven't, Haven't seen it. They don't, they, I don't think they faced one. So I took a sample size of four offenses that they face this year that are in the top 25 in college football, okay. A&M, Ole Miss, Georgia, and Florida. Yeah. I was going to say Florida has got to be one of them. Florida, you know, they put up 40, Florida put up 46 points against them in the sec championship. If it wasn't, you know, if it could have been an extra three minutes on the back end of that game, could have been a different ball game. Florida could have pulled it out. I mean, they were scoring just as easy as back Bama and forth. Was yeah, I kept last. live live betting off some of the Alabama scores, the inflated spreads, because I was on it, you know, I think at 15, 16, or 17 early on. And I, I was getting lines as high as 24 and a half at different points in that game. And we know with Florida, Florida is, is, is almost like a Bama in, in uh, uh, maybe a week or since on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. So, they, like I said, Florida, they put up four – Florida put 46 up on Bama. You got AM. If you if you're looking at the yards, they put up 450 yards on them. You look at Ole Miss, Ole Miss put 647 yards on them. You look at Georgia, and this is pre-JT Daniels. This was when they had the younger kid in there that was the Yeah, that little guy. 
yeah, the, the, the little guy in there, he put 414 on him. And then you got Florida. Florida actually scored 46 points. They still put four. Uh, they only put up 462 yards on them, mostly through the air. Now, Notre Dame can pass the ball. They have weapons. They have Kyron Williams can catch from the backfield. They have Mike Mayer. They have uh, decent wideouts that can go and, and basically, you know, probably uh, dominate those corners in the passing game. Now take it from the other side of the spectrum. We know Notre Dame, uh, Bama's defense, I mean, Bama's offense can score points. They can, they can roll. Uh, Jones is having a great year. Um, you got Najee Harris in the backfield. You got the great re- wide receivers uh, just, you know, burning people uh, because yep. everybody's focused on Najee Harris. Well, Notre Dame's defense gets high power offense. And I'm talking about Clemson, UNC. And I had to put Louisville in there because actually Louisville's offense is in the top 20. Granted, not a good team, but a good offense nonetheless. Right. Clemson game one, they held them to 473 yards, and that game went into overtime. 34 yards of rushing on the ground in 33 carries. Wow. That's, wow. that's what they. That's what Notre Dame's defense did to Clemson on the on the first game. Louisville, Louisville can put up yards because they have no defense. They held them to 219 yards of total offense, 96 on the ground. UNC, great off. I think they're number four in the country. As that far was as an air. That was an air raid for sure. They yeah. can put it up in a hurry. And you saw, it, you saw it in the first quarter. They actually start. It looked like that UNC was going to be able to score points. Then Notre Dame made adjustments and basically held them to nothing. UNC, 298 yards of total offense, 87 on the ground. With those great running backs that they have on the UNC side, they held, their opponent average that they held people to is 19 points per game. Now, are they going to hold, hold uh, Bama to 19 points? Probably not. But all I'm saying is, this is a 19 and a half point spread right now. Yeah, okay. I'm just looking that up. 19 and a half points. This is the biggest spread in college football playoff history. I think the, the last time the spread was this high was Washington where uh, Washington versus Alabama, it was 14 and a half points. And you're telling know. me Notre Dame. Can't, I mean, the, Florida kept it within seven. Do you think Florida is better than Notre Dame? I don't know. They got beat by LSU with everybody held out. Yeah. Who throws a shoe? shoe? Who throws a shoe? Who throws a shoe? <laughs> it's 19 and a half points. I think it, you have it's just it's hard not to take the 19 and a half. I, I just now Bama covered that Washington spread, right? Bama covers every spread it almost was, except that Florida one. But you gotta you gotta understand in that in that type of game, Alabama had a much better defense. Definitely. And they and it was like twenty eight to seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Their, lack different their, lack of, their lack of defense. It, I, I like your. I like so you're going Notre Dame nineteen and a half. Is that your play? 19, you're going, are yeah, you going, going money line? A little sprinkle. I'm, a little sprinkle. We may we may, we may have something a little bit special for uh, the future in that one. I'll tease that one. I like that. Um, right. I like that. It may be a little bit of a video. Maybe a little bit of a cut and a promo, like a love it. You know, like a, a coach in the locker room kind of thing. But ah. we'll see. I like so that. can we can we agree that Notre Dame needs to needs to get out and not play from behind in this game though? They yes, it, that's not their what they that's need to not do their is, style. Right off the bat, they have to get the ball down the field and they have to get seven. Yep. You have to get you have to get it into the end zone. Don't score three. If you can get seven, Notre Dame's defense is able to get stops for you, but that offense has got to be clicking on all cylinders. It's got to be, you know, moving the ball, controlling time of possession, keeping Alabama's offense off the field, and just keep just piling on, piling on, piling on. It's like if you don't do that and you get three and out, that defense is going to get tired, and they're going to get beat big time. You've got to take shots downfield. You have to. Right. Um, You've got nothing to lose if you're Notre Dame. That's another aspect of why I like that pick. Um, You know, they're the they're the underdog. They're they're the biggest underdog ever, like you said, in this situation. Um, I think I think it was a it was you know it's a blessing in disguise, in my opinion, that they get punched in the mouth in the championship. Get that loss and, and, and get it's that almost like you know out of the way. You know we're always talking in the chats. You always I always hear on the podcast when I hear Sharky talking talking about building the narrative. It's like these you know good teams usually come back after getting busted in the mouth, come back into the next game and actually play a little bit more improved. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in this situation, I just don't think Bama is a better team than Clemson. And it I don't think Bama has played anybody to Notre Dame's level yet. 
it is crazy how one loss and that completely changes Notre Dame's season. Everybody thinks they're horrible. <laughs> one loss. <laughs> it's, it's, the hist- it's the history of the program. That's the problem is everybody thinks they're just going to fall in this history. I was like, well, hey, it's 2020. We're dealing with a pandemic right now. The LA Dodgers just won a championship. First time since what, 1988? Hmm, yeah. 1988. That sounds like a familiar year. Lou Holtz. A young Lou Holtz. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the last time Notre Dame has won a national championship, if I'm not mistaken. I see what you did there. You know, if you're playing the patterns, you're playing parallels. The, parallels. Yeah. I like it. You know, maybe it's time to to put the tinfoil hat on and listen to little Alex Jones as far as the Notre Dame <laughs> narrative is concerned. <laughs> Could this be one of those situations that you have the media all the way against Notre Dame, shock the world in Pasadena of all places? And take out a juggernaut. There you heard go. the man. Everybody, you heard the man. You can find him on Twitter. At Guns Picks. The Irish plus 19 and a half. Enjoy. First playoff game. New Year's Day. New Year's Day. That's the pick. All right. For you guys. Take us out. I wanted, I know nobody's probably going to see this. Or maybe they will. They yes, will. They, will. they can. But you guys had a for the final four you guys chugged a beer i got jealous i've been posting those uh beer chugs on our chats i wanted to do one on your podcast for notre dame so cheers cheers here's to you guys cheers to the irish show now the deal has really been sealed he's sealing it with a chug he is sealing the pick with a pounding a beer and that's how you do it folks that was a plus nine that's how you do it all right, I'm on the Irish. I have no choice but to bet the Irish now. Let's Guns, go. we'll get you back in here for a little NBA chatter as the season heats up. We uh, we know we love breaking that down with you, and we'll do a full segment. All right, brother? Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Guns.